This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. My name is Gianna, and today we have Luke with us. He's going to tell us about his life, all things that are all about Luke and real estate and everything else. So Luke, welcome. Greetings and thanks for having me here. Um, of course. It's not all about me. It's not all about me. Okay. I don't need to talk all about me the entire time, but I'll share. No, you do. I guess I do. It is all about me. It is me. literally all about Luke. So get <laughs> ready. Cool. Yeah. So I guess like background information. Yeah. Start from the beginning. Take us yeah. back. Yeah, uh, let's see how far I want to take you back. Well, my uh, parents, Pat and Jim, had intercourse and uh, <laughs> came out unprotected. Uh, yep. They knew what was going to happen. They did, and uh, they didn't wise up. They did it a couple more times. Oh, I man. Said. Then they found out So that's what, the beginning. That's it. the beginning, beginning. Okay. Um, now we'll fast forward that to, like, the real estate beginning. Sure. Um, sure. So I have, a, I have a teaching background. I taught for... Uh, 11 years and I loved it and I thought what I was going to be the dude. Uh, I was kindergarten through eighth grade. I was a gym teacher. Cute. I know it was and it was actually awesome. I loved it and I still wear the same outfit wow. every day, which is okay. shorts and some sort of crappy sweatshirt. Yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, though, it translated into the real estate field. Mm. So like when I go on listing appointments or whatever, I don't change. I just wear what I wear. And uh, it was a big trepidation at first. I was like, well, I see everybody in the industry. It's like fancy, fancy shit, right? Yeah. Driving fancy cars. Wearing, and I was like, I, you know, I kind of like made myself look remotely professional for a little bit and my skin was burning. It just doesn't work for me. And that's okay. It's different for everybody. Like some people can do it and it looks awesome and beautiful and feels right. And for me, it didn't. Anyway, um, I started getting a little burnt out as a teacher. And um, uh, I think the, the reason I became a teacher is actually important. And uh, just when I talk, just know that it'll always all tie together. I go mm -hmm. back and I go forward, but this all ties together. So I became a teacher because I had a few great teachers that impacted my life and they really made a difference. And then I had a lot of teachers that showed up and they did it for a paycheck and they didn't give a shit. Is it okay to, can I say shit? Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate it. Good. Um, so I decided like, listen, I think teaching is a very important thing to do. That's what I want to do. I think this is important. I see the impact it can make. I did it and great decision. But after a while, the passion kind of went away and teaching is a different industry that it used to be. Uh, and then I bought my first home a year before I became a real estate agent. And I got to see, I was involved a little bit. I bought, um, well, it was my first home with my wife. I bought a home years ago by myself. 
um, but I had never actually had to use a real estate agent. And this time around, I talked to a few and whatever, and I got this vibe of like, hey, a lot of you guys are kind of mailing it in and don't really shit. But then there was a couple of you that do. And I was like, this is like, I don't know, pretty much the most important purchase of somebody's life, you know, in terms of how many dollars go into it. Right. So it's like, I think this is important and I would like to do it. And I would like to help people. So I got started. Um, and this is around 2014. So I'm teaching full time and I'm being a real estate agent. And I'm being a real estate agent full time. I'm not doing this part time shit. I'm doing them both. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was very uh, crazy and hectic. But during that time, um, I never, uh, <laughs> I never thought I would make a lot of money in life because I was a teacher and I just got used to it. I was, I was actually fine with it. Still am. Mm -hmm. But I just saw in a very short amount of time where I was like, wow, I just made half of my year uh, teaching salary by helping somebody purchase a home. So I was like, all right, rad. So <laughs> Eventually, I transitioned into that, uh, you know, being a real estate agent full time. Um, and, uh, you know, that was like eight years ago. So it was a good decision. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what, what other details do you want here? Well, where else um, should I, I guess I'm my gonna... next question is going to be how did you get introduced to EXP? Why did you make the transition ah, to this program, right. break up the glass broker? Yeah. So um, I'm, I have an inquisitive mind. Right. So no matter where I am or how I'm feeling in any situation, I just like look at options and I look at what, what's out there and what's going on. So for me, I was very comfortable with where I was at. I actually loved it. thought it was great. Um, and I was kind of peeking around a little bit. And I think it was it was 2016 where I was just curious. And I looked I looked at EXP and I said, Hey, look at this place. It's got avatars as a video game and uh, the stock is 17 cents and it's a whole virtual world. I was like, this is so dumb. This is never going to work. This is stupid. Uh, and then two years passed by and I kind of was feeling I wasn't in the right place anymore. It didn't feel right. It was, it was just, I wasn't aligned uh, with everything that was occurring. So then I started looking again and that's 2018. And, and I was like, I looked again, I said, well, well, that stock went up to like $5 and 37 cents, whatever the number was. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, you could like work from home, which is what I already do. And then I was like, oh yeah, wait, you know, the caps, it's six, it's 16, 16 grand. And I'm like, there's this stock thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me look at that. And I'm like, oh, there's this revenue share thing, which is like you can calculate it all the time. It's not like everything was the same for every person. There's no backdoor sweetheart deals. There's no you're my cousin or, hey, whatever, I like you more type of a thing. It was the same for everybody. It was straightforward. I could look at it and understand the model. Um and it came to the point where I'm very slow to make a decision. But I remember like I was actually looking at a video with Gene Frederick randomly, like doing my research. And um, I was at the gym. It was like nine o'clock in the morning. I looked at it and I was like, I, I'd, I'd, if somebody had papers, I'd literally sign like right now. Oh, wow. That's how okay. I was. Because I made the decision. I came from everything. 
thing. And I'm like, you know, this move, it's going to create um, <laughs> more opportunities for me and my family and agents that I know, even for my clients, because I'm going to actually have more time. That's the way I looked at it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm also going to get compensated in several different ways and compensated more in several different ways than I was currently for doing the same exact job. So for me, it really came down to the mindset of, hey, if I'm right about this, this is really going to work out in, in, a, in a multitude of ways for tons of people. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong, I can just go back to where I was or another place and nothing changes. Um, fortunately for that decision, I was right um, in my assessment of what I saw and I wasn't being sold like... You know, that's another thing in industry where they're selling. People sell bullshit. And it was kind of like weird. It was a very unpopular opinion at that time, like to, to go there. It was not an opinion, but an unpopular thing to do to be like the EXP. was like the first kind of person in my area. One of the, you know, maybe there might have been another one or two, but I, you know, whatever. One of the first. And um, I went and a lot of people were like, ew, or like, what is this? Whatever. And I'm like, I just decided, I'm like, I'm putting my head down. Um, I don't care about that, whatever. So it was the right, it was the right move. Um, and I, you know, I will admit this and it's a terrible thing. I don't put enough time into honestly talking to other agents about it because I'm very much like, I don't, I don't ever really want to recruit people. I don't like sales. I don't like pushing. So when it happens kind of naturally, it's like, great. So naturally just by random conversations with friends or whatever we've you know built the organization there's like 90 90 people in there now um and that's with not uh, a ton of effort but it was amazing to see the compounding effect and like watch um take take away the financial part of it just watch how like people's lives have changed because they know people care about them you know in these different organizations and they have people to bounce things off and it's like the playing field's kind of level for everybody. So you're not going to find out one day it's like, oh, so-and-so got this sweetheart deal and, you know, oh shit, I got screwed or whatever. So yeah. the, uh, you know, the buzzword culture, right? Uh, that's it's kind of, <laughs> it's a buzz term, but it is important. Uh, culture, mm-hmm. the environment that I was stepping into was something that kind of seemed like it was aligned with what I, what I value um, and that I can create my own, right? So, one of the other crossroads at this time was, Hey, I could just become my own broker, mm-hmm. which then like, then who do I have to answer to? Nobody except myself. Right. Isn't it awesome? But I literally took all the numbers and I started like, okay, you got e-insurance in Pennsylvania where I live. Like you need a shingle. You can't just like, you know, so you got to rent somewhere or buy stuff. You start adding that up. It's more than your cap. It, for me, for other people, it might completely make sense. But for me, I was like, it makes no sense to be my own broker. And plus, the move and being your own broker sometimes is to have agents come on board. And I'm fully like, I love helping other people. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't love a phone call at 11.59 at night about an agreement of sale or that they did something and now I'm liable for it, right? So there's this right. great level of protection with EXP, you know, cause they're the, they're the broker and we are able to run our model. So I just felt the financial part of it was just amazing. But then you had this like freedom 
I'm free to do as I want within these very simple rules, which most of <laughs> just how you should operate as a human being. Right? right. So it was cool. So that's kind of like how I meandered through it. Um, I just, I was feeling a little bit unfulfilled and thought, Hey, maybe there's something else out there. Sure. Look model and was like kind of blown away, but then, Hey man, too good to be true. This has to be bullshit. Let that sit for two or three days. Couldn't pick many holes in it and eventually said, Hey, cool. I'm going to be a weirdo and go. And then I did mm-hmm. that and I'm still there and I don't, I could never, couldn't envision going anywhere else, you know? That's awesome. And look, you touched on one of the, some of the many great things of EXP, right? So that, that community is one of them. Um, there's also rev share from attracting agents. You've got stock options. You've got an online world training, all that good stuff. So, you know, what's your favorite part about, about EXP? You know, what keeps you here? Or is something you didn't expect about EXP now that you really enjoy? So for me, one of the biggest things, and it's such a small thing, it's like, I'm left alone to be who I want to be. I don't have to conform to anything else. Um, I'm not like a standard, I guess, real estate agent, you know, I'm just a little bit different, a little bit of a weirdo, whatever. I like to do my thing. Uh, and and they, it's like, they support that. Right. And at the same time, if I act, if I do, if I have a need, I know that I can literally get in contact with my broker and they're going to get back to me. Mm-hmm. It's not this thing where it's like, well, I need to drive in the office and hope they're there. Or I have to call and leave a message. And then when they call back, they're going to get pissed off at me no matter what it is because they have to do their job. Now, that's unfortunately a structure in many other brokerages because the, you know, the broker themselves, right? They typically, a lot of them don't own the place, right? They're, they're just kind of contracted but they get a very small salary and they're competing against us for listings and whatever. Mm-hmm. So when they're forced to do their job as the broker of record, a lot of the times I would see this experience of they'd get a little angry right. with you. And I'd be like, that's not okay. That's, this is your job you signed up for. Now, granted, I wouldn't want to do your job either. Right. <laughs> right. A little bit of sympathy there, but on the other hand, that's what you chose. So right. to be able to have the support, um, but to be able to be like free and like use my own creativity, not stuck in a box, you know, playing within the rules, but able to market how I want to do things like that's great. That's the intrinsic part of it. That's the feel good part of it for me. Now, the other part of it, the financial part of it, it's literally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The comparisons for, um, you know, uh, again, we won't bring any names up, but I've seen other real estate agents that were curious, you know, and I'd go through their situations and I would calculate stuff and I would, pull, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bring it. I would say, well, you're going to be able to have this wonderful stock opportunity. And if you so choose to, and you want to help contribute um, to the company by growing it, you're going to have the revenue share opportunity. That's not mandatory. It's not for some people. Right. Um, where was I going? Tell me where I see this happens to me all the time. I'm in the middle of a big <laughs> Where you were going is your favorite part of EXP, right? What keeps you yeah. here? There was that. There was the intrigues. Well, the money part. So, yes, back to the, this person. I, <laughs> I sat with them 
And I went through all their numbers and I'm like, do you know you would make $81,000 more a year here plus this plus that? Jeez. It's amazing to me the amount of agents in the industry that even when presented with, well, first, a lot of them don't know it exists. But even when presented with it, somehow feel that it's not true. Or there's something that they're hiding or whatever. And I'm like, listen, I don't in I don't care in a good way. That's one of my sayings, because it's true. I don't care in a good way. Whatever someone chooses is absolutely perfect. But I'm like, this information is true. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's just totally true. You know how a lot of people, one of their worst fears is like forgetting something on stage or whatever it might yeah. be. I always tell people, I'm like, I guarantee I'm gonna do it how my mind works. So it's just wonderful. So there you go. So that hopefully everybody can use that as an example for if you're ever in speech or talking or whatever, and you lose your train of thought, just go, ah, where was I? And then somebody helps you and then you keep moving. It's great. Okay. So yeah, thanks. that's a great tactic. So, to the like, rescue. Yes. And look, um, you know, my next question is going to be a little bit about work-life balance, right? So I can see in that picture behind you uh, that it looks like you've got a wife and kids. And unless that's a random family on your wall, which is fine. It is. Um, it was, oh, it is uh, random. On Hobby Lobby. I don't know if you've oh, ever heard great. of it. Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I guess if you, what do you do for your work-life balance? What do you do for fun, Luke? How do you balance it all? Draw the line between work and play and be a top producer, real estate agent, and a family guy, and keep yourself recharged. So this is great because I like talking about, I like talking about this more than Mm-hmm. Um, so just for the record, right? That is my wife, and those are twins behind there. And that picture, I figured like, I was kind of starting years to old, think that because they're they're seven now, and I have a son that's going to be five in like a week. So, you know, got the family, uh, three kids, and my wonderful wife. And um, I've done the stuff. I've mm-hmm. done the put your head down, focus on making as much money as you possibly can, and put happiness on hold. And it is a dead end. It is a dead end, which will, uh, like, it crippled, like, when I realized what was going on, the emotions that come out. I'm not kidding. Like, it's a longer story. Where I know, I've said it on other podcasts. I'll save you guys here. But it just, it ended up me in bursting into tears coming from my toes one morning. Like, it came all the way out of me. Because it was, like, two years of literally not taking care of myself because I'm, Real estate's like, you know, fall a shiny object, do, you know, more, 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 more. And I realized once that is a farce, and it's a farce across every industry in every part of life, right? The job from happiness is always now, and it's always from within. And it really has nothing to do with like, oh, you know, once I make this money and pay this off and get this house, then I'll allow myself to be happy. That's a bullshit, flawed mentality that we've all been sold for years. And I'm here to tell you for free that it's bullshit. So you're welcome. There's no charge. Okay. You will not be put into a click funnel after this for that information. I promise. Um, but the, what I do for work-life balance is uh, several things. And I don't believe in balance. It's like harmony, right? People hear balance and like, I got to do this with this part of my day. It's just all got to flow together to feel good. So I will not like, I don't look at my phone before bed. Um, I typically don't even sleep with it in the same room, but lately I've been doing some, like I've listened to some stuff before bed, yeah, meditation stuff or whatever. Um, 
so that's one part in the evening. But in the morning, I have a lot of people have heard of the Miracle Morning, right? Which is super duper awesome. Um, I have like my own version of that, which like every morning I get up, um, you know, I read, I write, and I meditate. And I want to explain meditation a little bit because it's very confusing to a lot of people. It was something that I was like, am I doing this right or whatever? All you have to do which is very hard in the beginning, but it gets much easier, is you just sit in stillness. Mm -hmm. So every morning for 20 minutes to a half hour after I'm done with reading, after I'm done with writing, I put everything away. I'm not looking. I'm not, I don't, nothing. There's, I'm doing absolutely nothing but sitting with my eyes closed and I breathe. And some people are thinking, well, oh, all these thoughts are coming on. I'm like, yeah, they're going to, right? That's, it's just, it's just part of it. Stay with it. And your mind will get more quiet. And the benefits from it. Like after you're done, you're totally ready to go. You've cleaned out some bullshit in there. Things are going to pop in your mind too. You don't even put them there. That's the amazing thing too. It's like, what is this? Where did that come from? Oh, isn't that interesting? I'm going to write that down. So the more still you can be, the more you're open to receive what the universe is bringing to you. And it's got a lot of good stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so and that's literally become almost a necessity for me, because after kind of that process, after that me time is done, it's kind of off to the races. Now, sometimes I take more time and be like, I'm not looking at my phone or the computer until noon. Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do some more stuff. Right. So that's like the routine. Other things that I do during the day, I'll take breaks. Like I'll take a five minute, let me, let me meditate break, which is literally this, right? But away from the computer, my eyes are closed. I'm just breathing. I'm open to whatever's going on um, and getting outside. So important, right? You want the sun hitting, hitting on you as much as possible. Good stuff. Go hug a tree. Sounds weird. I've done it. I've done, <laughs> I've done it many times. That's a whole other story. But like just being outside in nature is kind of our natural element. And in the real estate industry, it's very easy to be like, you know, by the way, this this morning routine wasn't something I just like had decided to do it, whatever. I actually had a fight to do it because I was so geared to like I wake up, wake up at five, five thirty, six. Whenever my eyes are up, I get up, I'm emailing. Who can I, you know, how can I generate business today? Who can I help? Whatever. And that leads to this and that leads to this and, da, 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 and then you, you go crazy. Yeah. Right? So I made it a priority to take care of myself so I can take care of other people. Mm -hmm. And I thought for many, many years that that was actually selfish until I realized doing it the other way is selfish. Okay. Taking care of yourself first is mm -hmm. absolutely necessary. You can't take care of other people unless you take care of yourself first. So that mm -hmm. became uh, a primary focus for me because I realized that I didn't do the best job of it for several years. So sure. that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. You can stamp it. Okay. Heard. Work-life balance by Luke. Uh, that's yeah. awesome, Luke. And I, I think you've offered a lot of um, great ideas for people. You know, real estate agents kind of laugh 
at work-life balance, but there's, there's something to be said about, you know, avoiding burnout mode. It's <laughs> burnout mode is a hundred percent real. Um, you know, you'll, you'll have every sort of person tell you different statistics. Like it could last a month. It could last up to two years. It could mm-hmm. either way it's real. And you become, it starts as burnout, but then you keep going. Right. So then you're, 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 <laughs> you're in opposition to what you know is true and you will end up eventually with like, maybe you have some sort of anxiety around these issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you become depressed. And then that's a the thing. And it's like, take care of yourself. Now there's no commission check ever. That's worth more than you are. Right. They're like it's the money is a great, uh, you know, indicator of value that you're mm-hmm. giving in the marketplace. But if I had a suggestion for anybody, it's always take the time to define what is enough in your life. Mm-hmm. So if that is, Hey, you sit down with your family and it's like, Oh, we did, mortgage uh, you know like hey to live the lifestyle we want to live right now it's going to cost us eight thousand dollars a month twenty thousand dollars a month but it doesn't matter what it is right right you know your numbers mm-hmm. and that's that's enough and anything else is is kind of a bonus but you like that's your that's your baseline and you can get to that baseline like passively mm-hmm. <laughs> people i know people that literally beyond cover what they owe every month, like just through revenue share. That's insane. What a great opportunity, right? They're just helping other people, connecting other people, doing what's natural to them and their whole family is provided for them. What a beautiful thing, right? So knowing, knowing, defining what's enough and really putting your, putting yourself first is not selfish, right? Mm -hmm. Taking care of yourself. That's not selfish. You're able to help other people that way. That's like the, the old adage uh, explanation, like you get on the plane and she's like, all right, everybody, put on your oxygen mask before you help the person next to you. Like you hear it all the time, but it's straight up real, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to help somebody next to you if you're if you can't? If you can't help yourself. True story. Yeah, absolutely. Luke, that's a great um, analogy there. And Luke, you know, for production in your area to be an icon agent, like what's that average housing price look like? How many homes do you have to sell to be able to hit your cap? Cause after that, obviously it's 20 transactions. So really bad thing is that I'm not a tracker. Uh, I uh-huh. just That's okay. Many of my icons have no idea what those numbers are. So no, I can give you roundabouts, right? So the average price point in my area really has shot up along with the market, right, uh, over the past several years. Sure. But I'd say, like, you know, a- average right now, we're probably, like, 175 to 2. But, like, okay. you can still find homes for 50 grand, and you can still find homes for, like, 7 million, right, <laughs> where we're at. So we've got, a, we've got a big spread. So it's like you, you catch a little bit of each. Um, I believe it takes to cap around here off of that Matt. I mean, you're looking at like 15 to 20 deals maybe. Okay. And this is very conservative. I'm always conservative with numbers because I don't want to tell somebody it's like, you know, all you need to do is sell eight homes to cap. But literally, honestly, if you were in a certain specific area here, like $300,000 homes and you sold eight of them, you're capped. Right? Oh yeah. I've, I've met icons that have to sell like five homes cap. It's, it's incredible, yeah. um, depending on the market you're in. And so, 
you know, Luke, it's more than just production. It's also, you have that cultural commitment. So, um, you know, are you a mentor? Do you sit on icon panels? What do you choose for your mentor. cultural commitment? Why? Mentor, okay. 100%. Why? I'm a, Why I saw that, that and I was like, dude, I, I live my life in a way where I'm just trying to do things that I, I wish would have been done for me. So when mm -hmm. I see the ability to help, um, somebody in a situation that I was in, or even if I wasn't in a situation and I know I can help, um, that's something. So like, I, I, I crave great leadership. I right. love it. You know, and I'm and like, if I, it's, it's cool to be the person that you needed when you were there. That's <laughs> so one of the things with me is like, I, I do write a lot and I, uh, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> I have like three books that I'm writing at the same time. And uh, oh my none gosh, of them get done. <laughs> None of them get done, right? That's the thing. They'll get done when they need to get done. But one of them sure. was called the one of them is called the person you needed the most, right? Oh, and awesome. that's a journey. Yeah, that's a journey that'll show you basically. Like if you look through your life and who you are now, it's like who did you need the most when you were fifteen? Right. Probably you right now. <laughs> you yeah. probably became a person, right? And all the different parallels there and how to help people. But mentoring to me is a way of like. All right, cool. I get to combine my real estate knowledge and background with my teaching background. Both things yeah. that made me made me very happy, and mm -hmm. I, it just feels good. So I did that. Um, I will say though, in the beginning, the one thing I did was incorrect move. Right? Was anybody that reached out that wanted uh, me to be their mentor? I'd be like, cool, got you. Yeah. Right? And then when you have like ten of people that you're mentoring. Um, and then you're doing it like you're going through and you're like, you're, you know, you're, an you're answering questions like, what does this mean in the mortgage clause and whatever? And then I realized like, I don't care about that part of it. Right. It's like, that's not fulfilling to me. I don't want to answer those questions. Like those are broker questions. So I got very specific with like, if you want to talk about how to naturally grow your business, like through referrals in your sphere of influence and just like being who you are and attracting the right clients. I'm all about that. If you want to talk about like, Hey, this is going on in my life. I feel like I'm burnt out. Um, I feel like you know, I'm lost. Like I'm depressed. I feel like shit. Da, 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 da. Like, yo, I will take the time to talk with you. And I want to talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, I just don't want to talk about, you know, some random issue you have with a client, whatever. So it's like, I have a different meant and I tell people that, and you think that the interesting thing is I get less requests now, <laughs> right? So when I'm being very, very upfront, I'm like, if you're looking for somebody to hold your hand through the agreement of sale and different things like that, that's not going to be where I want to spend my time with you because it's sure. somebody else can do that, right? Like it's very easy to just click on a couple buttons and find those answers. Real heart to heart conversations like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah, for sure. No, that's really cool uh, that that calls to you, Luke. And uh, one of the many benefits of with EXP is that your mentors are top producing agents most of the time. So uh, who better to yeah. learn from? And Luke, the Icon Award, it comes with many benefits, you know, that cap back in stock, EXP con, shareholders, stock awards for that, a big glass shiny trophy. So what's your favorite <laughs> part about being an Icon agent? Why is that a standard for you? Um. 
you know, it was for in the beginning, I realized too that with my production and how I was doing, I was like doing this certain amount of units. I was like, oh, I would be able to hit icon like every year, you know, uh, like not easily per se, but like it's just was like kind of the standard. Dude, for me, um, I like the ability to be linked in with that mentor uh, mentorship program. But it's a straightforward thing. I'm just doing my job that I've chosen the same way I would anywhere else. And now I'm being compensated above and beyond. Right. Right. So that to me is awesome. Um, I unfortunately have not taken advantage of going to the events. Uh, I kind of like a little, I'm a skittish traveler, if you will, in my older age here. I like got the kids at home and I use that, we'll call it an excuse, but it's really how I feel. It's like, what do I want to do? You know, like go to Vegas and sleep in a hotel room and like party. And I'm like, you're like, that's, that was your whole life 15 years ago. Right. But now it's kind of like, oh, that doesn't sound so, so good. So I haven't Mm -hmm. taken advantage of it, but um connecting with different people like like this opportunity to chat with you today right and be part of the podcast came because of the icon agent thing and like different people do reach out so there is this kind of like organic network if you will it's not like a backroom thing that you need to sign up for it's just like oh icon agent let me bounce this off you whatever it's a very open thing and i find that a lot of um a lot of icon agents are really like willing to and want to help like whoever they can and it's not totally um you know if some people is you could read through their bullshit but in general people are doing it out of the kindness of their hearts they're just like i want to help it's not like a hey i'm gonna i'm gonna leverage this icon agent thing so that people think i'm awesome and then sign up underneath me and then I don't do shit. Like that's right. that's the like I'm I'm the anti that. Like that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do that. And I don't see a lot of people doing that, which I think is beautiful. You know, right. people are really like opening their minds and hearts to other ages and be like, hey, yeah, all of this is possible. So it's a really cool, it's a really cool community, and it's like I feel like it fits everybody. So mm-hmm. if you want to do your thing and kind of like just fly under the radar yeah you're okay you're not going to be pressured right if you want to try to be like you know attracting every agent possible and be like this giant source of i don't know what's that fancy word the kids use now influencer i hate that word it's terrible nailed it terrible but if you want you want to do that that's available so it kind of uh yeah the model seems to fit for like almost almost every agent there is a subsector of agents that I've, I've looked at like that it might not you want to fly into the radar and you're doing like you you know you don't want to grow your business and you're going to do like three to seven deals a year right depending upon what market it does make sense for you probably to be at like a normal mom and pop or a different like um, fee-based brokerage or something. But mostly everybody else, I'm like, shit, man, it really makes a lot of sense. Right. 
Right. And um, Luke, you know, if people are watching this, maybe they're new to EXP, uh, maybe they're a rookie agent and they just joined EXP or they've been in the game for a while. Is it possible for them to icon in their first year? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, my first my first I wasn't at EXP, but my first full year in production, which I still was a teacher, so I had a full time job. Mm -hmm. I still would have met the icon, you know, requirements. That's, and that was the year that I had my twins, right? So I had <laughs> kids, uh, full-time teaching job, whatever. Um, now, Grant, I do tell you, I just, I talked about it before. My, my eyes were on a certain mythical prize at that time, right? Mm -hmm. So like, it was possible. I know what I would have done differently for sure now, but I'm like, I kind of let myself go to the back burner during that. Right. But I've seen people do it. Um, it kind of happens all the time, I think, anymore. And that's that's the icon part. And, like, literally almost anybody can step in their first year and cap. Right. You know, like, that's, you know. It's possible if you've, you time. know, got the ambition for it. Very possible. It just, <laughs> yeah, it has you the people that strive in this industry are the ones that have resourcefulness and an internal drive. Mm -hmm. Both of those things put together. So like when they're met with a problem, it's not like, oh, I can't do that or this isn't going to work or whatever. Let me figure out how to make it work with the things that I have. And if I don't know, um, dude, I mean, my first deal, I was just putting shit into Google. And I kept going and I was using the agreement of sale that I had from when I purchased my own home. And I was trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. And I sent, I sent a message to five or six uh, agents in my office and I was like brand new and I didn't really know. And no one has responded to me. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. Somebody will. And then uh, one, one woman spent time with me. I was like, Oh, you're, you're the best. Pat. I remember her name, Pat. She was mm -hmm. awesome. Right. So she took time with me to explain it. And I just, figured it out because all the info like there's nothing new under the sun and everything is available to us so anytime you hear anybody saying you know come learn the secrets of just stop one second no they're not secrets it's just how people are framing it and everything right. can be found nowadays with a push of a button very easy no need to reinvent the wheel right 100 percent and Luke, you know, um, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but were you ever skeptical of EXP? What was your thought process on it? Sure. I was, um, yeah, in the beginning, I, you know, I guess that was 2016 when I gave it just a little glance because I was kind of peeking around. That was the time of I was massaging my own ego, right? So I, I was starting to do well and I started to get these calls from other um, brokerages right and i'm like sure i'll take a free lunch you yeah. know i'll go and do that in the process of that i was like well if i'm going to do all this stuff i might as well start peeking around and when i looked at exp then my mindset was just one of like ah you know what this just seems like a fly-by-night operation it's not going to Right. My assessment was just completely wrong. I was just wrong, you know, and unfortunately I corrected, I corrected that era of thinking two years later, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, that that's, it's, it's, 
it comes across wrong sometimes depending on who pitched it to you. So, um, you know, there's people out there that are like, oh, it's a pyramid scheme. It's a cult. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. So if somebody were watching right now, Luke, what would you say to them to kind of convince them to that this is the right choice? And if not, they can always go back where they call home. Yeah, that's so that was my concern. Right. Like I never got the cultish vibe from EXP. Right. But I did get I, I got like this. Uh, they're just a bunch of like nerds or something in the beginning. And I am kind of a nerd, too. So I probably should have went, you know, from the mm-hmm. get go. Um, the, the pyramid scheme thing. Yeah, it gets thrown out there a lot. Um, and I'm like, well, it's a very quick conversation where it's like there is a pyramid and literally no matter where you work in any job, the money is funneling up. Okay. (laughs) Here, however, right. There is no scheme to it. Whatever you get, you, you get compensation for contribution, right? You're helping grow the company instead of having like a, a recruiter or a team leader or whatever it is, right? They have that and it doesn't cost any agent any more money. It's just the company saying, hey, we're gonna share this back with you. And then the, like the easiest thing to help anybody understand is like, what would it be? The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, It's a this is an approved thing by them. Right. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like a uh, different from a pyramid scheme, but a Ponzi scheme. Like this isn't like Bernie Madoff world. And the money is 100 uh, percent real. Like it shows up in my account uh, the 22nd of every month. And it's always like this is so rad. Look at that. Right. right? Absolutely. It, it, it's also exciting, too, because like I, I don't I know some people look all the time. And I'm like, I don't know whatever is going to happen. It's like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at it tripled since last month. Oh, right. oh no, now you went down a grade. Who the who the hell capped? Or like, you know, <laughs> who's who's not selling? You know, it doesn't. Uh-huh. It's dude, it's a hundred percent real. And I would, if anybody was questioning it um, or had any questions at any point in time, like I'm a hundred percent open to answer Absolutely. any of it. It's not, um, you know, like you can just bounce stuff off me and never talk to me again. And I'm okay with it, right? That's the one thing that I've seen that I've liked um, because there's other companies that have similar models. And you see sometimes there's kind of like this fight for resources. And by resources, I mean people. And they're like, oh, we, you know, oh, I talked to that person first or whatever, like poaching here and poaching there. And I'm like, listen. If you are already connected with somebody in the EXP community, right, and you feel you're cool with them and like whatever, put them down as a sponsor. But if you want to bounce stuff off of me or anybody else, right, like mostly everybody should say the same thing to you. And if they ever say something to like kick that guy to the curb or whatever, you know what you're walking into, right? You're walking into bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. you're, 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 You're setting yourself up to be aligned with probably somebody that you don't want to be, right? And that's, again, few and far between, probably a very uh, small minority of of agents would do that. But I always tell people if if that happens to you, that's not the right right fit, right? Feel feel it on the inside, right? How's it feel to you when you talk to somebody? Is it heavy? Is it light? If it feels heavy, then it's gonna stay that way, most likely. If it's light, then it's probably a good match, rock and roll. 
Absolutely. And, you know, if you guys have questions, reach out to Luke, you know, be suspicious, be skeptical, ask questions, get connected with people without killing the game. And uh, Luke, are you going to be at EXPCon in October? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, I guess I will see you there. No, but I would, I would love to pretend I was there and live vicariously through others. If that, Absolutely. Um, I don't even, what, what, what's the dates? I don't even know. Like 11th That's, through the 14th or something like that. Yeah. I will not, uh, I will not be there. My, uh, my wife has different plans for the week after that I also don't want to do, but anyway, nonetheless, I digress and I wish everyone a great time there. It'll be a blast. I, I'll, uh, I'll look at people's stuff on Facebook and cheer them on. You'll have some FOMO, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, Luke, yeah. uh, thank you so much for your time today. And I hope to catch you at an upcoming conference or something EXP or real estate real soon. Awesome. It was a pleasure talking to you today. Have a great day. Thanks, Luke. Bye-bye. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.